Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Are you at that place where you realize, oh shoot, I am the common denominator in my relationships. I'm the problem. It's me. And you have that awareness and now you don't know what to do. I have great news for you. The Empower Secure Love program has helped over 500 women. And this month in October, we have some really juicy bonuses. The program is better than it's ever been. This is seriously a wonderful time for you to do the work, finally become that securely attached version of you so that you can enjoy dating, that you can feel confident and able to attract the kind of relationship that you actually deserve, someone who you could really build a lifelong partnership with and no more games, no more, no more frustration. Okay. If you're really ready for that and you know that 2024 needs to be different than 2023 and you know, Hey, I'm the one who can take ownership. I want to invite you to apply to the empowered secure love program. We have limited spots this month. This program is my whole heart and soul, my life's work. It's everything that I know that someone needs in order to become securely attached. And we've had so many success stories, just over 500 women who've really changed their lives in this program. So what are you waiting for to apply? All you have to do is go to the link in my Instagram bio and hit apply now. There's also a link in the show notes. And I want to encourage you, this application call is a relationship assessment to learn more about what are you doing in your relationships and then to answer any questions you have about the program. It's a no pressure call. It's your first step in potentially changing your life. So there's nothing to lose here by learning more about yourself and more about the program and it could possibly change your life. So I just want to encourage you, if you've been on the fence, if you've been putting it off, or maybe you're like, oh, I don't know if I have time, you deserve to do the work to change your life. You absolutely deserve it. Nothing changes until you change. So take that step today, hit the apply button, fill out the app. It takes you maybe two minutes and book a call to speak with one of our program advisors. All right, y'all, let's get into the show. It's your host, Dr. Morgan, all my attachment theory nerds out there. You are going to love this episode. We're going to go into avoidant attachment, which if you yourself experience avoidant attachment, or maybe you've been on the receiving end of it, it's going to be a helpful episode. And I wanted to start out because I thought this was fascinating. I want to talk about some of the recent news on Jennifer Aniston, the one and only beautiful highly accomplished star of friends. I don't know if any of you are watching the morning show. I saw a few episodes of that. Jennifer is just an incredible actress. I mean, she's, she's just done so much. So anyways, 
What was fascinating though, is she was talking to People Magazine and she was asked about relationships. And the article starts out with this sense that, hey, we all know is true and stars are just like us, right? It's like, wow, there are people too. But the sense of the article, the first sentence it is, Jennifer Aniston is getting candid about how her parents' relationship affected the way she approaches her own. The 54-year-old actress opened up about the impact of her mother and father's dynamic had on her at a young age and how it has influenced her personal life. And then she's quoted as saying, it was always a little bit difficult for me in relationships. I think because I really was kind of alone. My parents watching my family's relationship, it didn't make me kind of go, oh, I can't wait to do that. And she said, she admitted of her parents, um, Nancy Dow and John Aniston, who divorced when she was young. And then here's, here's the really juicy stuff. Here she goes. She says, I didn't like the idea of sacrificing who you were or what you needed. So I didn't really know how to do that. So it was almost easier to just kind of be solo. So I didn't have any training in give and take. Oh my gosh. And then she went on to say that she's currently focused on her own needs and desires and not sacrificing those in order to please someone else. And then she's quoted as saying, it's just about not being afraid to say what you need and what you want. And it's still a challenge for me to do that in a relationship. I'm really good at every other job I have. And that's sort of the one area that's a little dot, dot, dot. So this is fascinating, isn't it? Those of you who know about attachment styles, you can hear it in what was said there that Jennifer likely developed avoidant attachment style. And what's fascinating is she also talks about not having the model. So not having it modeled of give and take. And when we hear give and take, I almost myself think that that's actually an outdated way of thinking about relationships. In reality, what we all want is secure attachment where you are supporting each other and becoming the best versions of yourselves and you're, you're giving to one another and you're, you're doing so in a way where it feels good. It feels easy. Yes, it's work, but it feels good. And when you say the word take, I feel like that has a negative connotation. So even just in some of the words that she's using there, I can, I could hear the avoided attachment. And doesn't that, it just, Okay. I have so many thoughts about this. My brain is going a million miles an hour here, but I, I got to say this to those of you who have this belief. And I used to have this too, of if I was just beautiful enough, successful enough, accomplished enough, then I would have a great relationship. Isn't this just the most important piece of evidence that we could have one of the most beautiful and successful women on the planet struggling in relationships. So I need you to take that in and know that once and for all, your physical appearance and your success has nothing to do with your ability to have healthy relationships, your worthiness, someone choosing you, being able to have a healthy relationship does not depend on your physical appearance. Okay. Let's set the record straight. We're all on the same page. And the next thing I want to talk about is the fact that she says this part about it's about not being afraid to say what you need and what you want. 
And that's still a challenge for me in a relationship. Notice how she specified that's a challenge for me in a relationship. So this is something I hear from so many of you. You're like, my friendships are great. Even my family life is pretty good. I have a wonderful career. Yet when it comes to relationships, it's a total disaster for me. Uh, you know, just can't maintain them. They either fizzle out or they don't happen at all. Some of you come to me and you'll say, I've been single for years. I've been single for seven years. I've heard it all. And you'll just say, I just don't get it because every other area of my life is going so well. Well, you're just like Jennifer Aniston. And what I can tell you is this, that our unhealed parts of ourselves, our wounds come up in our romantic relationships. And you could have the most successful career. And if you haven't done your healing work, if you haven't released your past, if you haven't rewired your brain for a healthy relationship, if you haven't learned how to show up and how to be securely attached in a relationship, then you will repeat the same patterns over and over again and again. And you'll find yourself saying it's easier to be single. So I think what's interesting is I am seeing this phenomena more and more in our society where there's more and more women who are also becoming avoidantly attached. This used to be primarily kind of a, a male phenomena. Um, and what I know is that the reality of women becoming self-sufficient, building their own lives, building their own careers, the boss babes, etc. It has it has allowed women to now emotionally distance from needing a partner due to the reality being that they don't need a partner to survive. That used to be a male privilege and now it's also available to women. Isn't that fascinating? So there's more and more women who are developing avoidant attachment style. And what I really want people to realize is that you can have an incredible career and you can have a great relationship. You get to have both. And in the securely attached, healthy relationship, your partnership supports your career. There's no choosing. So I... I know that when you haven't experienced that, it's really hard to imagine what it's like. And that's, that's some of what Jennifer is saying about not having that model from her parents. Um, so it can be really important to seek those models out, to look for it in your friend group, to look for it in the media. You know, there are, there are some great examples of healthy relationships that are securely attached. Um, and one of the most important things is learning learning how to create interdependence. So here's the deal where you say, Hey, I can depend on me and I can depend on you. I can depend on me and I can depend on you. I can meet my needs and I can be curious about what are the needs of the relationship. Both of those can be true. So with avoidant attachment, one of the most sneaky things that I see in today's society is when people say, I am just prioritizing my career. I'm just focused on me. I'm just doing me. 
And then they're using that as a way to not make space, to not date, to not meet people, to not be open to meeting people. And they're saying, I'm just focused on my career. And what I hear is I don't feel secure. I don't feel securely attached. I don't feel aware enough or emotionally intelligent even. I haven't done enough work to get to a place where I can express my needs about my work, about my life, about whatever it is that I need in my personal life, where I could do that and I can simultaneously build a relationship. I'm hearing when someone says they're focused on their career, that they simply haven't gotten to a place where they've healed enough, that they know how to express what they need and what they want and set boundaries when in a relationship. And that the underlying fear is if I get in a relationship, I will lose myself. I will lose my career. Things will go off the rails and I will regret it. And then I will be so frustrated that I gave myself to something that drained me. Okay. So very interesting. Very interesting, isn't it? To hear what people are saying, but then to really understand where that comes from. Don't get me wrong. I know as someone who's incredibly driven and you know my career is very important to me, I know that there are seasons where you're really focused on your career. I wrote a book, like, trust me, those 6 a.m. wake up times and writing for hours every day, those were a conversation with my partner, right? And I was able to prioritize my career and maintain my relationship. And like I said, securely attached relationships allow you to do that. When we're not in a securely attached relationship, that feels impossible. So there's, there's so many nuances to this. And if we want to go back to a, the, the whole Jennifer Aniston thing for a moment and think about like what's happening with our stars and why in the heck are there so many divorces? There's so many divorces, right? And one of the things I would guess, and this is just a guess, is that probably a lot of today's stars and, and people, you know, the movie stars, et cetera, singers, who I'm trying to think of names and I'm just blanking, but you guys know famous people. A lot of them have probably developed avoidant attachment styles. So what do you have? You have two people with avoidant attachment style in a relationship. And what ends up happening is eventually they're not expressing their needs. Maybe they have this moment where they're really connected and they're, they're briefly, they're showing up for each other. They're making things work. And then when, when things are really challenging, they're not expressing their needs. They're not saying what it is that they want. Um, and then they're doing these conscious uncoupling joint statements, right? And they're saying, we've decided to focus on other things. And, and what I hear and see is, okay, we have two avoidantly attached people who were just much more comfortable prioritizing other areas of their life. Okay. Now that's not true for everyone. I did not a blanket statement for every celebrity couple breakup that we see. Uh, but that's just one theory that I have. So the point of this episode, there's a few points. Remember, no matter how beautiful, successful you are, just know that that is not tied to your ability to have a happy, healthy relationship. It's a totally different 
skill set. It's totally different when it comes to what it takes to have a healthy relationship. It's not your, your worthiness of a healthy relationship is not dependent on your physical appearance. Amen. End of story. Take that in. And then the next thing is that there's so many people out there who are using this lie of I'm focused on my career and they're using that as a way to avoid intimacy. And there's more and more women as well who are developing avoidant attachment style. And if we're really honest with ourselves, we realize that it's not because a relationship takes away from your career. It's because you are lacking the ability to show up securely attached and you're lacking the skills required to simultaneously maintain a healthy relationship and a thriving career. Okay. That's your Dr. Morgan tough love for the day. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You might share it with someone uh, who maybe they're going through something similar. Maybe you relate to this or you know someone who has told you, I'm just focused on my career right now. Um, Be brave. Send them this episode if they need to hear it. Let's pass along the tough love. Okay. And I am, of course, so grateful for all of you. I love this community. It's amazing to me that this started as this, you know, little project. And then now we're over three and a half million downloads. So you all are the reason for that, for sharing this show, for leaving written reviews. You are the people who've helped this grow. And it means the world to me because I want to help as many people as possible become securely attached. That is my mission. That's why I'm here on this planet. So thank you for tuning in, for being part of this community. It is very appreciated. I'm sending you so much love. And of course, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk to you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.